Listen, can I just say one thing? What? You have to let the entire intro play. It's only game four. Five! Let's go! Give me what I want! Kick down the door! Drew, you are not doing this! What the? Not nice! There's a giant head! I made like 2,000 of these, I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. Leafs lose 4-2 to the worst team constructed in modern hockey. That team being the Arizona Coyotes, who won their first game of the season against Toronto because of course they did! Speaking of which, what a bet! Tell Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook, they're getting an angry read today! Because hockey's back and my favorite team is back and I'm so happy about it! And I would never bet against them, never bet that they would lose, nope! But if I did, I could do it at sportsinteraction.ca slash stpn. But before the game, live in player on one of their many prop bets made for Canadians by Canadian Sports Interaction makes it easy to to deposit, play, and catch out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Go to sportsinteraction.com slash stpn. At sportsinteraction.com slash stpn. Oh my goodness, the odds on the Coyotes in this one before the game. 19 plus, please play responsibly. The amount of people who tweeted at me that they bet on Nick Ritchie to score. And he scored first! Because how else would it have happened? Answer! Answer me right now! Calm down, it's game four, you can't do this every game! According to wikipedia.com, always a useful resource, gaslighting is a colloquialism loosely defined as manipulating someone so as to make them question their own reality. The term derives from the title of the 1944 film Gaslight, though the term did not gain popular currency in English until the mid-2010s. The term may also be used to describe a person, a gaslighter, who presents a false narrative to another group or person, thereby leading them to doubt their perceptions and become misled to disoriented or distressed. Stop shaming people for doubting the Leafs! Yes in game four! Yes any time ever! They always do this! They haven't beaten the Arizona Coyotes at home since they were called something else! Do you realize that? They were called the Phoenix Coyotes! I went on national TV over half a decade ago after Peter Holland went to the Arizona Coyotes. The Leafs let him go after not using him. He went to the Arizona Coyotes and during the pre-game show on Sportsnet, national TV, I said, how is Peter Holland gonna win this game? How is he gonna do it? The game went to the shootout, he scored the shootout winner! Yes, other teams blow leads, yes, other teams have bad games. No one, no one, no one does it like these guys. Like over the last decade or whatever, Sabres fans have had it easy. You show up every year, you know what to expect, your team stinks. The Leafs, in different ways, every single season find ways to look great and like a beer league team. Some teams make the playoffs, some teams miss the playoffs. Every single season the Leafs make the playoffs and lose in the first round in the last game possible! How? 2017 they spiced it up by making it only six games and then 2018, 19, 20, 21, and 22! It's only game four gaslighting! And look before I go too far off on that tangent because I would like to go a little bit further down that tangent, let's talk about the hand pass. Really Steve we're gonna go straight to the hand pass if you think I am watching the highlights of that game. I already watched that game once. You think I'm gonna watch it twice? You think any of us are? Get put on a watch list if you watch the highlights for that game. If we're walking towards each other and I find out you watch the highlights for this game, I'm crossing the street. Text I just got from my wife. LOL, safe to say our new house is not soundproofed in the least. Uh-oh. Yeah, she texted me from upstairs. Stop. Well, apparently this channel has another sponsor, White Noise Machine. Do you have a husband who would rather calmly, rationally talk about a hockey team, but he talks about the Leafs for a living? 
get a white noise machine. As I said, I am not watching, I, I guess I'm going on this tangent now, I am not watching the highlights for this game. I already lived it once. That game was the worst two and a half hours of my life. That game was the worst two and a half hours of any of our lives. That, that game was the worst two and a half hours of my life, and my dog died during a pandemic. Unexpectedly, we were very surprised. That was the worst two and a half hours of my life, and in grade five, I told someone, Mike, that I had a crush on Jessica Varello, and he told everybody in the school, including Jessica Varello, and then she found out. And no, she very did not like me back, and I had to endure that entire day at school and the bus ride home, and this was still the worst two and a half hours of my life. I spent most of this afternoon picking two dozen ticks at least off of my alive dog's back. And that wasn't even the worst part of my day. This game was. We knew it. We knew it. It was written in the stars. Not only are the Toronto Maple Leafs going to lose this game against the Arizona Coyotes, Nick Ritchie is going to score when they do it. Last year, the LA Kings came to town, and this wasn't like that because the LA Kings weren't, you know, garbage, very intentionally and by design garbage. I don't know why the GM cheered when they took the lead late in the game. That is exactly the opposite of what you are very obviously trying to do. But the LA Kings weren't garbage. But you know who didn't have a point heading into that game? My, my first game back in that building uh, since before COVID. Trevor Moore, he didn't have a point. Producer Drew's sitting next to me and he's like, who should I bet on to score the first goal of the game? And I go, Trevor Moore. He bet $5. Trevor Moore is in the opening lineup, has a scoring chance on the first shift. And eight minutes into the game, he scores the game's first goal. Drew wins $130 and buys me popcorn, which was solid because he provided the tickets too. Thank you, Producer Drew. But I think he just really wanted to see me get tortured in person because the odds, the sheer odds that Trevor Moore was going to score the first goal of that game were Awful! And the odds that Nick Ritchie was gonna score the first goal of this game probably weren't very good. Except that is on paper, and when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can crumple crumple yeet! Paper does not apply to the Toronto Maple Leafs. It, it simply does not. And they routinely play down to their opponents, and you'll hear that a lot. This game was the definition of it! And listen, when I started making these videos, I had never played hockey before, and now I'm starting to. And as someone who routinely plays with and against players who are much, much, much better than them, I know what it looks like when the really good players aren't trying their hardest. Because, you know, they're trying to be nice. That's, that's what they did! I'm watching in the first five, six minutes, I'm like, oh my god, they're actually not trying. It's, they might as well have had like, okay, we all have to touch the puck before we take a shot on net. Poor Eric Sheldon's back there playing Wordle. He's one of the few people who still play Wordle. And after the game, Sheldon Keefe said this. About six or seven minutes into the first period, we felt, felt like we had the puck in the zone for about a minute and a half, two minutes. And uh, I thought that that shift sort of lulled us into, uh, uh, lulled us to sleep. Sheldon, that is a hundred thousand percent on you, bud. Well, actually, I think it's on everybody because I think if you're paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even millions of dollars to play a sport, you should come to play the sport! It should be mandatory for everyone who puts on a Leaf sweater, who plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs, to wear Leafs merchandise, uh, ride a bike every once in a while, and, you know, download the app or something and find out when the games are! If you're not prepared to play a home game in the middle of a homestand, you are gonna have such a long season. Through four games, the Leafs team that this team reminds me of the most is the 1920 Leafs. And if that's the case, we're gonna have such a long, miserable year. You talk about a team that could absolutely not decide if they were elite or garbage. Like we all watch that on TV. How many of you leave a comment or tweet at me or whatever if you paid to be there? I hope the Leafs watch this video. There were people who had not been to an NHL game, to a Leafs game, 
in years, literally years, because of the pandemic or because of, you know how many hardcore Leaf fans I talk to, they're like, I haven't been to a Leaf game since the 70s. And you have a dominant shift in the first period and stop trying? Here's an idea, if you're dominating an inferior opponent, Beat them 12 nothing. Score guys into retirement, I don't care! Let them walk straight down the tunnel, take off their skates and go, you know what, I'll teach lessons. But no, you play down to your opponent in front of people who actually paid to be there. And the worst thing, the worst thing, they're gonna come away with this going, you know what, we got screwed on the review. And here I am when the game is tied going, this might be the worst thing for them mentally. That they actually tied this game and let us all think, but by the way, the, the people cheered. That's the meanest part is that they cheered. You let them believe. That's it's another thing about this team they let them believe. They let us all believe. Gaslighting. I didn't want the Leafs to come away from this game going, you know what? We can just kind of dog it and come away with two points. It's fine. But no, they're going to think they got jobbed on the last goal that didn't count, and I hate that they're kinda right. Here's the explanation of the no goal call from Elliot Friedman and the Situation Room. It's the, the Situation Room gave it to Elliot Friedman. Sh shut up and let me read. Situation Room explanation on disallowed Toronto goal in last minute. Another last minute loss, by the way. That was just, that's just one. I just thought I'd point that out. Both losses it's so far this season. Anyway, type of challenge, miss game stoppage event, hand pass. Result, original call overturned. No goal Toronto. Explanation, the situation room determined that Morgan Riley batted the puck with his hand inside the attacking zone before teammate Mitchell Marner subsequently gained possession and control. According to rule 79.1, a player may bat a puck in the air with his open hand unless, in the opinion of the on-ice officials, he has directed the puck to a teammate or has allowed his teammate to gain an advantage, and subsequently possession and control of the puck is obtained by a player of the offending team, either directly or deflected off any player or official. In this case, it was deemed that Marner was the first player to gain possession and control of the puck after Riley batted it with his hand. So, Based on the wording of that rule, they followed it to a T. Not the first part of it. Riley obviously didn't bat the puck to Marner on purpose for an advantage. But he did bat the puck in the attacking zone. It did go off Clayton Keller. Marner gained possession and then the Leafs go on to score a goal. So the situation room and the officials do nothing wrong because they follow the rule to a T. Let me just humbly suggest then that that rule sucks! It's flying in the air. So if anyone clears the puck like along the glass above my head, it's just automatically out. I gotta let it go. So you're saying by the rule, Morgan Riley is allowed to bat the puck down there because no, you don't want to lose the puck. But in order to gain possession, Clayton Keller then has to take possession of the puck and then Marner can like steal it off him and then they can go, what kind of asinine garbage is that? What's he supposed to do? What is anyone in that situation to have done? What is Morgan Riley to have done? And what is Mitch Marner to have done? Should Riley have played with his stick up here? No, you can't do that either. What is he supposed to do? Stupid, very stupid rule. If that's not the NHL in a nutshell, listen, I know the rule is stupid, but we followed it to a T. As I look down at my phone between takes, look at this, look at this, look at this garbage. Coyotes tweet, keeping the streak alive. 2002, the last time the Coyotes failed to earn at least a point while playing in Toronto, October 17th, 2002. Basically, 
If you were born the year that the Leafs last beat the Arizona, sorry, Phoenix Coyotes outright in Toronto, you'd still be young enough for the OHL, but you'd be in your last year of junior eligibility. Man, that was a long time ago. That was like uh, two years before the most miserable playoff drought ever started. Good thing we have the Jays. Oh, Masai Ujiri should be mayor, premier, and prime minister. How did he do it? And I'll end it here. I wish I had the answers. I really do. The Leafs have been like this for my entire life. I make no apologies for ever doubting the Leafs in this scenario because I knew they were going to lose. We all did. This is what they do across generations. Different general managers, different presidents, different personnel, different everything. Make them wear red for goodness sake. Like, is, is that what it's going to take? I don't care if it's game four. The Toronto Maple Leafs need to decide when they're done with this deep-seated tradition of mediocrity. No questions in this one. The Leafs gave us our answer. See you Thursday when they play the Dallas Stars, presumably harder than easily the worst team on paper assembled in the salary cap era. That is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you liked this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends that you didn't watch this video. Just gaslight them into believing you didn't watch this video. It never happened. Actually, no. I want to end on this clip because I forgot to say this last time. Please help me raise some money for Easter Seals Ontario. It's a charity that helps out kids with physical disabilities. Uh, my team, my hockey team, Rachel's Raiders, named after my sister, is currently in first place in the tournament, but it's not by a wide margin. Let's stay there. Let's make a statement. Let's not get lulled to sleep by the fact that we're ahead. Let's win this thing.